Hi, I'm Gertrude Keesley, and this is Kingdom Consciousness. Jesus said, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come, Matthews 24, 14. Before Jesus returns to set up his kingdom in its final form, the gospel of the kingdom must be extended throughout the nations of the world. In order to preach the gospel of the kingdom, we as kingdom citizens must understand the kingdom of God. Before we can become custodian to the keys of the kingdom, we must first experience kingdom living. In the past, much emphasis has been placed on the life and ministry of the king of the kingdom jesus christ and rightly so but not enough emphasis has been given to the gospel of the kingdom jesus told the religious leaders of his time ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men for ye neither go in yourselves neither suffer them that are entering to go in matthew 23 13. It was this gospel of the kingdom that was the central purpose of Christ's life. He began his earthly ministry by declaring the arrival of the kingdom. That's, you can find that in Matthew 4.17. He ended his earthly ministry by speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom, Acts 1 and 3. In between the beginning and ending of his earthly ministry, the emphasis was on the kingdom. Luke 4.43 says, And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore I am sent. The kingdom of God was the greatest concern of Jesus. His teachings and parables focused on the kingdom. His miracles were a demonstration of the kingdom of God in action. The phrases kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven are used over a hundred times in the books of Matthews, Mark, Luke, and John. We will explore the distinctions between these two. We are told to seek first the kingdom, to pray for it and to preach it. We are told how to enter the kingdom and taught that residency in it requires a new lifestyle. God is equipping his citizens to become kingdom minded so that we can understand the business of the kingdom. We are sons and daughters of the king. Everything about us is royalty, but we must first adopt the mind of Christ in order to understand what that actually means. We cannot have a poverty mindset and expect to grasp the reality of how much God desires for us to prosper. But there is a greater purpose than just understanding kingdom principles. Citizens must go beyond mere knowledge of the kingdom 
to actually experience it and make it the central purpose of our living. So I invite you to come and go with me as we explore this most exciting, interesting, and eye-opening subject. Hi, this is Gertrude Keesley, Kingdom Consciousness. Last week I spoke from the subject, Jesus Warns Us to Watch, part one. We're continuing with that today. Watching, praying, staying sober, and watching out for enemies. That's a lot. In Mark's and Luke's account of Jesus' prophecy, we see that Jesus connected watching with praying. There is much to pray about regarding the present and the future. Watching helps our praying, and praying helps our watching. Mark records Jesus saying, Take heed, watch, and pray, for you do not know when the time, meaning the time of Christ's coming, is. It's like a man going to a far country who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to each his work and commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Christ was quite emphatic here in commanding us to do four things. Take heed to what he had just said, watch for the signs he had outlined, pray regularly and earnestly so that we stay close to God, and keep doing God's work. In Luke's account, Jesus tells us that when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Then he warns about not letting that day come on you unexpectedly. Jesus concludes by saying, watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. All these things refer to all that is recorded in this particular chapter, the 21st chapter of Luke, including the great distress in land and wrath upon the people, Luke 21, 23. Mark uses the term tribulation and Matthew says great tribulation. Of course, Jesus didn't mean that we are to only focus our prayers on our own survival and salvation. He meant that if we keep watching our spiritual condition and world events and praying for the kingdom of God and for all that God tells us to pray about, we will be changing, repenting, and accepting Christ's sacrifice and help we will be coming more kingdom conscious. Then we will be accounted worthy to escape the end time tribulations and to be with Christ in his kingdom. Paul urged that we pray for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. This implies that we know who our leaders are 
and what issues might impact our lives and our freedoms to worship God and carry out his work. And watching is sometimes connected with staying spiritually sober, meaning being sober-minded. This includes staying alert to our own spiritual condition, as mentioned. Now, some scriptures about watching emphasize watching out for spiritual dangers and enemies such as savage wolves, deceivers who want to take advantage of God's flock and of God's followers. Peter warned us, be sober, be vigilant, because our adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeing whom he may devour. Staying aware of the powerful behind the scenes role of Satan and his demons enable us to understand the atrocious evil and madness of this world. It also enables us to resist them. Now, mistaken attitudes that entrap Christians. Listen, in spite of Jesus' command, many Christians don't stay well informed. Why? Well, there may be several reasons. Some feel that paying serious attention to news is not spiritual enough, but the spirituality is based on obeying our master, who is Jesus Christ, who commanded us to watch. We are not to selfishly shut our eyes and hearts to the suffering of others, becoming indifferent, complacent, or fatalistic. People get depressed when they feel helpless, but by watching and praying, we are strengthened. We can help others to understand what's happening. Plus, we are more effective helpers with God's work in other ways. A Christ-like attitude is one of sympathy, empathy, and compassion for your fellow countrymen and for all humanity. Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. If we grieve for others, listen, God will comfort us in this life and much more in the next life. Our God-ordained responsibility is to watch and pray. Ignorance comes from ignoring, and God does not want us to be ignorant and in darkness. No, he doesn't. Our master and our role model, Jesus Christ, certainly understood the issues, politics, and personalities of his day. We should do likewise. At the same time, we must avoid the mistake of going to the other extreme now, studying world affairs, histories, history, and even conspiracy theories more than the Bible. Without a sound understanding of God's word and a dedication to live by it, listen, little else matters. Will you become one of God's watchmen? God called the prophet Ezekiel to be a watchman to the nation of Israel to warn them to repent of their wicked ways or else suffer dire 
consequences. God told Ezekiel that he would hold him accountable, that if he didn't warn the people, he would share the guilt for their suffering. That's in Ezekiel 33, 1 through 6. So this is another application of Christ's command to watch. He means for us to act as watchmen. How can we do that? Well, first of all, we must strive to be the light of the world by being a godly example for others to follow. Next, we must study the Bible so that when people ask us important questions, we'll be prepared to give them biblical answers. Also, we should stay well informed regarding world affairs so we'll be able to help them understand those events from a biblical perspective. perspective. Now, third, we must learn how God is using his church to go into all the world and preach the good news to all creations. We should learn how we can support and be a part of that great collective commission of preaching the gospel to the kingdom of God. The role of the church has some similarity to the role of the Old Testament prophets. They taught the godly standards of good versus evil, the promise of God's blessing on those who do right, and the warning of God's punishment on those who do wrong. The word gospel, we know, means good news. And the true gospel includes the wonderful news that Jesus Christ will soon return to give us true peace on earth. And before that, God will give forgiveness and protection to those who repent of their sins and make the commitment to obey and serve him. Jesus told us to regularly pray to God, your kingdom come. How can we convince others of the urgent need for God's kingdom if we can't explain what's wrong with the present world? Keep watching. Perhaps the best summary of all of this is the sobering warning from Jesus Christ in Mark 13, 35 through 37. Watch therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming, in the evening, at midnight, or at the the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly, he find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. 